Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. In this podcast episode on video and YouTube, um, I'm going to be talking about quite a a sensitive subject, something that has really, really split opinion um, over the last couple of years, especially um, down south where it is actually quite gathering quite a bit of momentum. And that is, do you have a personal brand or do you go for a corporate brand? Now, as I said before, there's a lot of people who are doing it very, very successfully down south um, and doing very well at it. And there's some people who have given it a go. It hasn't quite worked out. Um, and effectively, it is the uh, Australian model and the uh, the American model where people are, or the promotion is around the person and the personal brand as opposed to the uh, the corporate brand. So I'm just going to discuss with you guys just some of my thoughts, just some of my, my experiences um, of where I sit in the personal versus corporate debate. So I've got a couple of notes here. So the, from a, a personal branding point of view, the good things is that people like dealing with people. We all do that. We all go to a car showroom or we'll go to a furniture store and we want to get the nice salesman, somebody who's knowledgeable, somebody who's personable, someone who's really nice, makes us feel as though we're the only customer that they have. So from a personal perspective, dealing with somebody from a personal branding um, is actually ideal. It works really, really well. Um, You can build that emotional connection with that person as well. You feel as though they really want to help you. You feel as though you're the only person that um, they are dealing with and that they will go that extra mile for you. I think that people open up a lot more to you as well. Um, So I know for a fact when we've dealt with people and it's all around the brand and it's around the individual or or the business owner, if you like, because they are the company, they are the brand, um, you do get a lot more from that person. They tend to open up to you. They tend to understand your needs more. And I think it's because they are indebted to you because you are their customer. You're giving them their hard, your hard-earned cash and business, and they do go that extra mile for you. Now, we've got to be honest. There are some bad things about just having a personal brand. There are some um, things that if it does go wrong, you are up the swanny without a, without a paddle, so to speak. And the first thing is, and I'll be completely honest, if you are the brand and it's all centered around you, from a company owner point of view, which may not be you, you're very, very vulnerable. So the last thing I want to do is promote all my staff as the experts in their area, and then they bugger off and either set up on their own, or they go and start um, a company with somebody else, or they go join another company. That is bad for business. So whilst you can say, well, you recruited the wrong people, and you know you should be better at your recruiting and interview process, I think that's a bit of BS, to be honest. You don't know what you don't know. So there's no way that if I give little Billy um, all this publicity and his branding around his personal brand, how the hell am I supposed to know that in five, six, seven years' time, you know, his personal circumstances are going to change or something goes on in his lifestyle that he says, do you know what, guys? Thanks very much. You've shown us everything. I'm off, and I'm taking all my customer base with me. So as a friend of mine, his wife used to work for a, a hairdresser, and what they do in hairdressers is the hire a chair, say it's £100 a week. And the salon owner has five or six people there. They bring all their customers to them. The salon owner may work in um, the uh, the shop, may work in the salon. They may have people on, on a wage. 
so they might be paying them X amount per year and they get like a, a, the rest of the cut on top of that. But in the, the majority of people that I know, in my experience, it's £100 or whatever a chair, they bring their customers and whatever they get is their money. Now, my friend's wife was very, very uh, well-liked, very popular, had built up a, a real big following and click over a number of years and brought her click there just because of a bubbly personality and everybody knew her. She actually got more people. She brought somebody else um, to her, uh, to the salon and, and hired a chair. So literally, I think it was five of them and two out of the five of them were there because of my friend's wife. Now, my friend's wife and the salon owner had, I've got to be careful with names for obvious reasons, had a falling out and over Christmas a couple of years ago and she left. Not only did she take her customers, she took the other person that she had brought originally. She took their customers and there's quite a number of customers um, that were with other people left with my friend's wife. So literally that person lost 40% of her income like that overnight or because of she built and centered the business around individual personal brands. So let's be honest, from an owner's perspective, it's not that smart. You could argue that they're going to get more business on, therefore you're getting more income and that's fine. But from a sustainability and longevity point of view, personal branding, in my opinion, has more vulnerability around it than a corporate brand does. So that's the first thing. As a business owner, it doesn't make it's not as secure and it doesn't make as much sense um, from a vulnerability point of view as it does having the business, right? So that's that. Um, people have to like you as well. Let's be honest, people might not like you. You might not be everybody's cup of tea and that's fine. But because you've got a personality, because you might not click with that person, you're not going to get certain business. Corporates get business, not because of the individual, but because of the name that goes along with it. We operate in several towns where there are corporates. And to be fair, some of them are absolutely horrendous, terrible. The staff are shocking, but they will not leave. The, the customer will not leave. And that's because of the brand and the security and the safety around the brand. And we just have to put up with that and accept it. There's been several times we've gone head to head with another corporate company. They're more expensive. The services are poorer. But because we are classed as a new startup or classed as a, a newer brand, that don't use us. And they actually tell us that as well. So the security and the comfort blanket of having a corporate image and the branding around the company is actually what the consumer wants as well. Um, if it all goes wrong as a personal brand or something happens, then it's your reputation, your personal reputation. If it's a company, yep, from an individual point of view, it can be repaired depending on the severity of it. Um, but you can leave and you can move on. It's not you that is damaged. You might have messed up. You might have not done something. You might have screwed up quite badly, whatever it is. But it is the company that will um, that will uh, be devastated, the company that will take the damage, and you can move on to passage new if you wish, again, depending on the severity of what, what has been done. So personal branding all centers around you. Yes, you can have ways of saying, yep, you need to speak to my PA, you need to speak to somebody else in the company. But if you're a personal brand, it's you that gets the phone calls, it's you that gets the uh, gets it in the neck if things go well, if things go bad. But again, to be honest, you get it in a pat on the back if things go well. So personal branding, there are yin and yang, good and bad, positive and negative. We just need to be aware of those and be completely honest about it. Because there are a lot of people in the industry talking about this Australian model and how it works and the, the Aussie, uh, the American model and how it works. I will say that the cultures are very, very different as well. So you can't pick something that works in another country and expect it to work in this country 
um, very easily and it just slides into normal culture and the normal way we work without any hiccups and any problems. So the good things from a company branding point of view, as in when you go out and it's all about Castledean or Hegarty's or Gordon Lamb or Apple or Google, is that it can be safer. So as I mentioned before, there are some big corporates out there who get business just because of the name. Not necessarily because they've done a great job, although there are some really, really good guys out there and good corporates. But it is a name that does appear to be safer. It can become across as more trustworthy because when you've got a... Um, a a brand, a brand or a branch that's been there since 1890, it's served the test of time. It's been it had the peaks and the troughs. It's got a good management team in place. The management team might only have been in place a couple of months, maybe two, three years. But to the consumer and that outside voice, it does look as though the management team has been in there since 1890 and it's had the same staff since its, uh, since its founding days. It also seemed to have a lot more support and backup um, than personal branding. Again, it is all depends on how you sell it to the consumer, you sell it to our clients, because you can turn around and say, right, I'm John Paul, I'm an individual personal brand, but I've got the backup of 60 property professionals back in my head office. So again, it is how you sell it, but I'm just throwing it out there. And this is some of the perceptions and some of the comments that I've come across over the last probably about a year, year and a half since we've been really, really looking into it and, and sort of trying to see if we can get it to work up here. A negative point from a company is that it can also be seen as less personal and not caring as well. So one of the feedback that we've had when we go out and we go up against some of the corporates, the ones we win especially, is that they were just in and out. They didn't care. Um, I phoned up. I got through to a call centre as well. I could knew it was a call centre because there were people talking in the background and there was shouting. Uh, and that is how that personal, that is how that company was set up. So again, it's not saying that all companies that, that go out there are bad. It is just as this is the feedback that we've had. So companies can be seen as, as less caring. There's also a perception that the wheels in big corporate life turn a lot more slowly. When you're a personal brand, you can act very quickly because you, you've got, it's a one-on-one -on -one with the personal brand itself. So um, I went to a landlord farming conference and there was a, a very, very nice chap called Simon Hawksley. Very good agent, absolutely superb. Um, absolutely batshit crazy. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. He's uh, very, very confident. His own words were egotistical. I don't know if I'd go that far, but he was, he was excellent at what, he, at what he did. So he is very, very personal with his clients. He only has three clients on at any one time. So when you compare that to a big company who will be literally it's all about the date, it's all about the phone calls, Simon immediately has that advantage over, um, over the corporates. He can class himself as a boutique agency. He can class himself as a personal service. I only have three clients. I've got a waiting list. Where if you went to a corporate, they would be just picking up the phone and it would be just, you know, quick draw McGraw, picking up the phone and trying to get as many people, as many valuations, as much business as possible. So there are a lot of pros and cons for personal against personal, for corporate against corporate. Um, what I would say for my personal opinion is we are trying to put the person forward as the property expert, but massively supported by the corporate brand underneath. I don't think it's an either or. And I think it's a mistake in the UK culture at the minute, in the UK housing market and the estate agency and letting agency industry to differentiate the two, as in to put one above the other. I think they're massively, massively important. And I think personality wit gets through, if you get the right person, of course. But I think that support from a company um, is equally as important. I didn't buy my Mac 
because of the salesman. I bought it because of Apple. I don't drive a nice car because of the salesman. I did it because of the brand. You know, I didn't buy this house off a person. I bought it because I liked the product. I liked the service. And all the other things. I bought a pair of Nikes the other day to go training in. The salesman didn't sell me them. I knew exactly what I wanted and I went for it. So whilst there's arguments about personality and personal branding, there's also arguments that the consumer just wants the product. It's how you deliver and package that product up to the consumer that counts. To get business on, I believe a personal personal branding can work better. I believe that you can go out there and you can say, I will give you that personal service, that personal touch. So despite all the the comfort and the the security of having a corporate, I think a personal branding on, on getting the business in can work just a slight, a little bit better. I think to, to deliver the service, to um, to get all that, the, the wheels in motion from a customer experience and service point of view, I think a corporate company, all things being equal, is slightly better. So when you marry the two up, it's not an either or. It's a, it's a working in conjunction with. So people will come to us because of the name. But if we load somebody in front of us as that personal branding, they go to a person, they will come to them because of their personality as well. So I think it's the person in front, backed up by the company, but very, very close, closely behind. There's a lot of, lot of talk in the minute, a lot of chatter about this, about how it's, how it's going to work in the future. Um, and I think our culture is always around the company branding. So in the short term, I definitely don't see anything changing. So it'd be great to hear your thoughts. Um, come back to me. You've got all my contact details. Um, so give me a shout out and tell me what you think. Do you think... It's the personal branding, or do you think the corporate branding is best? 